Tone Deaf is the journey of a musical theater nerd, bringing musicals into the life of their musically challenged spouse. The reactions to the musicals are real, and mostly unedited. This show is for ages 14 and up, because sometimes you just need to use a swear. Now sit back, relax, and have a laugh. You're listening to Tone Deaf. Welcome to Tone Deaf, a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, a musical theater nerd. And I'm Warren. I'm musically challenged. So before we go into our episode today, I just wanted to send a shout out and a thank you to KDM1412. They are our first five-star reviewer. Woo! On iTunes? Yes, on iTunes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you go. You go. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so very much. You wrote some very nice, kind words and, and gave us a five star. And we great, greatly appreciate that. And, and we'd like to encourage all of our wonderful listeners to please give us a review, even if you just say blarp, you know, anything. Cause yeah. <laughs> it just, it matters to the computer algorithms that run the world. So. Yep. And, you know, we do want to appease our computer overlords um, since that will be happening eventually. And um, if we make them happy now, then when the great robot uprising happens, they will hopefully tuck us aside and use us for for entertainment at some point. <laughs> what what Warren said, it's it's one hundred percent true. Just just look around. All right, now take off the tinfoil hats and But I feel safe. <laughs> well, it's uh it's time for us to launch into another show. I can take off my tinfoil hat or the government will steal my thoughts. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> Someone has to. I'm glad it's you. <laughs> so I think you're going to forgive me for last week with this show. I hope. Because today's episode's going to be fun. I don't know. I hold grudges. This is true. We're both cancers and that's what we do best. Yeah. Um, you got to work really hard. To make me forgive you. What was last week's show again? Last week was Grease. Oh, uh, uh, you, you just, it all came rushing back. Yeah, so. You have to work extra hard now. So this week, um, so, uh, to, to lead into it, on our journey, we've done shows based on comics, we've done shows based on books, shows based on movies. This week, we're going to be doing our first musical based on a line of greeting cards. Seriously? Yes. So, a line of greeting cards that someone looked at and went, Hey, I can make a musical out of that. So, well, kind of. So, um, we're going to be taking a little trip to Hoboken, New Jersey, to witness the story of the Little Sisters of Hoboken. We're going to watch Nonsense. Fantastic. You Hoboken? Hoboken, New Jersey. I need to clean the wax out of my ears because I thought I heard you say initially that it was called Hobo Nukin. What? Like, like <laughs> nuking hobos. No. Oh my gosh. I'm like, well, that's one no. way to deal with a homeless problem. No, that's horrible. Oh, absolutely. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying it's what I thought you said. Okay, well, no. Hoboken, New Jersey, which is a place that exists. Um, Hoboken. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, Nonsense originally started out as a line of greeting cards, which I looked everywhere for these um and i couldn't find good copies of the originals um so if anyone can link me to where i can get them please do i think i saw the uh some that were on the official nonsense 
com website, but I'm not sure if they were the originals, and I couldn't really zoom in to tell. So again, if anyone can find these, please let me know because I want them. So, greeting cards. Yes. Let's 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 go let's go back uh, to that real quick. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm getting to that. Oh, but... okay, okay. Sorry. Then please <laughs> no continue. Worries. So uh, they were created by Dan Goggin, and they were like pictures of nuns with nun-related jokes. Okay. So like, I'm a holy roller, things like that. Okay, that's that's yeah. where I was gonna go with. I was gonna ask if they were like they were yeah. nun puns. Which, hence nonsense. Yes, hence nonsense. Um, and they got really successful. So Dan Goggin went, huh, I think I'm going to do a concept musical. And he started... Logical step from Greeting well, Cards. you know, if you're if that's your passion, then I say go for it. Greeting Cards to musicals. And, like, the, the first iteration of this was a cabaret show called the nonsense story and it was only supposed to run for four nights and it ended up uh and it was running for four nights at manhattan's duplex it ended up running for 38 weeks that is a slight (laughs) increase from the four days yeah and this was just a short cabaret show it wasn't like a full-length musical but because this was so successful Goggin decided to uh, expand the show into a full-length theatrical production. Um, It started December of 1985 and ran for 10 years at 3,672 performances, making it the second longest-running off-Broadway show of all time. What's first? Fantastics, which is also the longest-running show, period, period, of all time. Well... Go you, Mighty Nuns. Yeah, the, and, you know, it's it's one of those things that a lot of the humor in it, that you'll, you'll see when we get to it, there's a reason it's this successful, because it is funny. It's really funny. And awesome. so, um, while it was running, it became popular internationally. There were 8,000 different performances. The show was translated into 26 languages. Whoa. It's popular for schools. It's popular for community theaters. It's popular for everybody. Because this is another small cast show. There are only five actresses in it that play your five nuns. Um, and the, it's it's kind of a simple production. Um, I want to say the most complex thing would be the set. And... You'll see why. <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but you'll see why it's... Well, well, answer me this, Kay. If there's only five actors and they're all nuns, does that mean there's no support? No, The nuns, it's just nuns it interacting just with nuns? It is just the nuns. Well, so Nuns show, all the way down? <laughs> the show actually is an audience participation show. So it's a little different from anything that we've seen. Interesting, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of an audience participation show yeah and so this one um another show that we're going to be seeing called forever plaid is kind of like that um yeah we'll get to it um that's another small cast uh but with this it's without giving too much away the nuns are putting on a performance for the audience but i don't want to give too much away okay are they gonna ask me to clap if i believe in fairies (laughs) no Um, though I will say that the times that I have seen 
this show, there's a Q&A section that's like a quiz. I have won a prize, like, every time, even, like, when I was a little kid, and one of the times I won a St. Christopher medal, which was pretty awesome. What's that? It's a medallion of St. Christopher who, if I remember right, protects you from motor accidents, so. Oh, something like that. I could that. use one of those. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, I like this show a lot and I geek out about it. In fact, uh, do you remember how I talked about having a pet iguana that I leash trained? Uh, Sister Mary Cleo. Right? Sister Mary Leo. S- Sister Mary Leo. Yes, I, that is a character in this show. I named my pet iguana after her when I was nine. Is so. she your favorite character in this show? Uh, I, I'm between her and Sister Mary Amnesia. And... <laughs> <laughs> It'll make sense when you get to it. I just love that. Sister Mary, where the hell am I? <laughs> You'll see. Um, so the version that we're going to be watching is the 1993 film. This one's going to star Rue McClanahan, who was Blanche in Golden Girls. Which I've received lots of, uh, raised eyebrows over the fact that I don't really know who the Golden Girls are. Uh, (laughs) other than, of course, Betty White, you know, Mm -hmm. may she live forever. Um, Mm -hmm. but other than that, I don't, I don't really know. So, so... That doesn't impact me all that much. That might be a bonus episode there. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a Golden Girls musical? No, I wish. But no. I mean, two of the Golden Girls at least have been in musicals. Maybe three? How many Golden Girls are there? There are four. There's Blanche, Rose, Sophia, and Dorothy. And Sophia and Dorothy are Italian and like... The stories from anyway this is not about golden girls this is about nonsense okay okay tell us about your your iguana you had no well the iguana was related because it was my sister mary leo fan iguana fan iguana <laughs> fan iguana um so the i actually still have the vhs two video box set that had this one in nonsense too but we're going to watch the version that was released on DVD in the 2000s. And yeah, I said nonsense too, because there's not one, not two, but six sequels, totaling in seven nonsense musicals, plus a few spinoffs. That's a lot of nuns. That is, well, and it's pretty much all the same nuns. It's the same group, because... For reasons. Hopefully there's no repeating <laughs> nonsense. Hopefully all the nonsense is original from each iteration. Well, so some of the sh- some of the songs get reprised, but otherwise they it's it's just the weird situations these nuns end up getting into or rather getting themselves into. Um, is it drugs? <laughs> oh man, I don't want to spoil anything, but there, there might be a little bit of a drug scene in this show. Is one of the it's... drugs really three? Ch- one of the drugs is one of the nuns really three children in a trench coat. Yes, one of the nuns is really three children in a trench coat, and you've just spoiled the whole thing. And now I've got to throw away this whole script. Ah, uh, I mean, no, these <laughs> these nice people want to hear my reaction. I'm sure to <laughs> to, to three nine, nuns in a trench to coat. three nuns in a trench coat. That sounds uh, like a sounds like an indie band. Oh my god, it's an indie Christian rock band. <laughs> Three nuns in a trench coat. 
Thank you for tuning in every Wednesday to Tangent, the podcast. We now return you to your regularly, regularly scheduled program. Okay. Once Kay okay. composes herself. Whew. All right. So we are going to cover the sequels eventually. Um, Slowly. You want to savor this. Yeah. We, like a we will be, We'll be doing this like either every 10 or every 15 or so. I think every 10 is um, probably good. Yeah, this will kind of be kind of like a Weber week, but more fun. Um, I didn't say that. That was a little mean, <laughs> especially considering that next episode's a Weber episode. Yeah, screw you, Weber. <sighs> anyway, um... Your shows are bad so and you should feel they're bad. They're not bad. They're it's, not bad. It's, it's just, true, they're not bad. You're just weird. <laughs> there are a couple that I don't like. But, um, I actually have only seen the second nonsense you haven't seen the first i have well no i've seen the first one and then i've seen (laughs) the second i meant sequel wise okay (laughs) sequel wise i have only seen the second one okay i have not seen the third through the seventh (laughs) and i'm not sure how they'll go because i haven't ever seen them but they're always really well reviewed so i have to guess that they're really good but then again, people like Grease. <laughs> yeah, everything is subjective. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. There are also, uh, like I said, there are spinoffs. Um, I don't know how easy it will be to come by them, but the spinoffs are Nonsense Amen, which is an all-male production that was first oh, produced man. in Brazil. So it's men in drag. Playing the nuns. Oh. Okay. That's why it's nonsense. Amen. Because it's okay. a pun. It's pun sense. Pun sense. Um, there's Sister Robert Ann's cabaret class, which when you see this, you'll understand Sister Robert Ann doing a cabaret class. Isn't cabaret a wine? No. Cabernet. Cabernet. Cabernet is a form of like theater slash. Like it's, it's. It's another form of live theater that isn't necessary. Anyway, uh, this is not Cabaret, the podcast, which we will be covering Cabaret the Musical. But, um, let's see. And, uh, then, huh? I'm having a flashback to when I learned that it was flamenco dancing, not flamingo (laughs) dancing. (laughs) Just, just rolling around in the... In the mud that is my ignorance, as the uncultured swine that I am. Carry on, Kay. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, and then we have uh, Nonsense, the mega musical version, which kind of... <laughs> Nonsense, the mega musical? So that one adds in new songs, new lines, and new characters to the original story, which I'm not 100% sure how that would go, because, again, once we watch this, I don't know how you'd add any more characters, but, um... Woo! Woo! Hmm. That's good. So do they add in uh, a priest and some altar boys? Jesus, no. (laughs) Is Jesus in it? No, Jesus is not in it. That's next week that you have a musical with Jesus. Um, (laughs) 
there's also a Christmas special based on Nonsense by the uh, Brazilian singer Xuxa. Um, there was also supposed to be a TV series, but I haven't heard anything about it since 2015 or 2016. So again, folks, if anyone has news about it, please let me know because I haven't seen anything super recent on any of their social media save for National Nonsense Day on February 12th, and so I'm kind of sad about that because I was looking forward to a nonsense TV show because I want to see what these wacky nuns are up to. <laughs> but um, if if you, like, uh, if, if you have any more interest in this show, this is one of those shows that, again, when I look, when I looked it up, there is a website that has, like, all sorts of, Hey, if you've been in this show, send us that you've been in this show and we'll add you to the list of nonsense alumni and stuff like that, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it's cool how this guy took his passion for his greeting cards that got really successful and turned it into this basically musical franchise, which isn't a thing that normally happens in musical theater. I don't know of any other shows that really franchised like this. And did it well. Or at least the first two were really good. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm, I'm excited for us to see this because I have a lot of really good memories about this show. And Hopefully I don't just piss all over your happy thoughts. <laughs> I will say that this show was one of the reasons that I learned tap dancing. And wanted to learn just dance in general. Tap dancing nuns. Yes, there, there is some tap dancing in this. Um, and also, it's another reason I wanted to learn ventriloquism. So, oh, Wow, okay. Yeah, this show has a lot of stuff in it. So I can expect tap dancing and ventriloquism. Yes. Not in, the, not in the same scene. See, that would be epic. That would be epic. A tap dancing ventriloquist nun. And... Uh, I'll, I'll be here to help you through any of the Catholic jokes if you don't get them. Probably won't. Because we'll when I was little, I didn't get them all, and my mom had to be like, this is why that's funny. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. We have so, a game plan. Yes, we have a game plan. And for Latte, there are not really that bad of soprano scenes in this show. Yay! So it'll be good for her, too. She she may come over and sit with us, or she may just be like, nope, they're doing the loud, stupid box thing again. Yep, it's probably going to be that. She's probably going to be like, nope, done with the stupid box. I'll wait till you're away from the stupid box. All right, so let's take a quick intermission, and we'll be back with Warren's uh, view on nonsense. Ah, man. Not that one. It's we're we're doing that one when I can find it. It's just regular nonsense. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, before we get to Warren's review of this show, 
we want to take a quick moment and just thank our Playbill and stage crew sponsors. Our Playbill sponsor, Jasmine Wu, and our crew, our stage crew sponsor, Bianucci. Thank you both so much for your continued patronage and support of our humble little podcast. We really, truly appreciate everything you've done for us, you guys. Thank you so much. Now, let's listen to a brief ad from one of our favorite podcasts called History on Blast. Hello, and welcome to History on Blast. I'm Hillary, and I'll be your host as we call out history. Every other week, we'll be putting a different person, place, time, or event on blast for the shit that they pulled. This ain't your grandpa's history podcast, so if this sounds like your cup of harbor tea, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast catcher. And now, the lights are going down and the music is starting back up, so let's hop into the second act of the show. So what'd you think, babe? We're just a couple of spouses, plain as can be. We're just a couple of spouses, being silly. (laughs) So, uh, it was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed it. It was very um, lighthearted, even Mm -hmm. with uh, 52 accidental deaths. Yes. Uh, this might there, be the most deaths in the show we've covered. There's this show surprisingly has a massive body count. I yeah, mean, this this show has a higher body count than the first John Wick movie. Yeah. Like and there was no dead dogs in it either. I'm thinking too. I think it might have a higher body count than Les Mis. And it's only in the first minute. It, it's true. Like <laughs> rapid fire, man. Like deaths left and right. Um. The, <laughs> so, <laughs> forgive me if my knowledge is incomplete because fine. I did not understand a lot of the subtleties of this mm-hmm. because, one, I'm not Catholic, two, I was not raised with anyone Catholic, and mm-hmm. three, I don't know much of the nuances of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. I just know kind of the general broad brushstrokes of Catholicism. That is fine, because I was baptized Lutheran, but have a mom who was born Catholic, so we're all and, good. And your grandparents And my Catholic grandparents too, were so. born Catholic, So you, too. you have much more of a um, Catholic background mm-hmm. than I do. However, so we will we will go on with, the, with nonsense. Yes. So it was interesting because it opened up with, you know, the sisters around their dinner table, or mm-hmm. lunch. They don't specify the time of day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, we'll say it's lunch. Because gruel sounds more like a lunchtime food than, than it wasn't dinner. Gruel, it, was, it was gruel. It was gruel. It was vichy It was It was gruel. type of soup. It, 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 was, it was gruel. It's, eat your gruel, sister. <laughs> and so uh, they're dishing up the gruel for all the sisters, and then they start falling dead like dominoes, as you had pointed out. <laughs> And the only thing I could think of was, oh man, taking a vow of, a- of abstinence is bad, but dying from terrible food is a real <laughs> kick in the habit. <laughs> so, 
I just had this epiphany, and pardon, we've had a long week, so... We say that every week. (laughs) We say that every week, but this week was especially long. They're in the Dominican group of nuns, if I remember right. So what does that mean? It's just different, like... Uh, Is it Franciscan? Because he said Dominican, and it made me think of the Dominican Republic. No, um, it's because of St. Dominic, I want to say. But Dominican, Dominoes. Uh, Always looking for puns. Pew, pew. <laughs> it's a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> and uh, after all the nuns, well, not all the nuns, just, uh, I guess it is probably like 80%? Yeah, 80% of their order dies. Of the nuns die. Uh, they have to come up with all the money for the burials for this because, you know, the Catholic Church can't give them money from their deep pockets. They say, oh, well, nuns are supposed to be in a vow of poverty, so... So that... So, but they're employees of the church. They're brides of Christ, so it's different. There is a, there is a stare I'm getting. <laughs> the the long silence was me giving Kay a death stare because I don't want to argue about Catholicism right now. <laughs> but so the nuns decide that they have to put on basically a fundraiser to raise the remaining money to bury the last four nuns who they put in the freezer uh, because the the grand superior nun. <laughs> The Grand Supreme Nun wanted a VCR and a camcorder for her illicit activities that they don't specify, but we can imagine. But the audience... the Superior! Oh, it gets better later. The audience welcomes the Supreme Nun with her ancient war cry, and they proceed to talk about how the set that they're on is because of the 8th graders? Uh... Yeah, the eighth, eighth graders, graders are putting on a play, and it, this is this was great great timing by you <laughs> for having us do nonsense because the play that the eighth graders were doing was the show we reviewed last week, which was Grease, or as the Supreme Nun says, Vaseline, <laughs> which I'm going to do my best to forever refer to Grease as Vaseline from here on out. Because at least yeah, I don't have a. I, I did not like Grease, so I'm gonna. Refer, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Fine. I'm not gonna it's, give it. I'm not gonna show that shall not be named. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna refer to it by the name that it wants to be referred to. It's Vaseline <laughs> from now on, and then the the nuns go into uh, a chanting in Latin, and and the only thing I think of is whoa, chanting in Latin. I know they're Catholic, but I'm conditioned by Hollywood to associate Latin chanting with the devil. I mean, I know that. <laughs> I know that's not the case, but but chanting in Latin makes me side-eye. Prior to Vatican II, it wouldn't have, but, you know. Vatican II, the revenge. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nonsense is habit-forming. Or so I'm told. Um, <laughs> they The very first song that they do is The History of Their Order. It was a little hard to follow. Um, some sisters fell to pieces trying to help the lepers. Jesus. Which I thought that was great. I thought that was so great. I, I, I laughed pretty hard about that. Then they uh, introduce, uh, well, they have Sister Amnesia. Like, they introduce all the nuns initially, and it was, uh, you're going to have to help me with this. So mm-hmm. you have 
Grand Supreme Nun, uh, Roberta? Um, Regina. Yeah, Regina. Regina. And then we had the, um, Mistress of the Novices, who was Hubert? Yes. Okay. And then we had Nun Amnesia, because a crucifix fell on her and she lost her memory. Mm -hmm. And then we have, uh, don't tell me the other one, it's Robert, Robert Ann? Yes, Robert Ann. Sister Robert Ann, who is the... The streetwise one. <laughs> and then we have the novice, who is Sister Mary Cleo. Who Sister is... Mary Leo. Oh, Leo, sorry. <laughs> I need to take that C out. Um, Sister Mary Leo, who I should be able to remember no problem because of your beloved pet iguana yes. that you had of the same name. <laughs> and after they do their intro song about how the their, co- their covenant was formed, uh, Sister Amnesia makes has her song and she makes some dick jokes about John and Peter or something <laughs> like that, which I thought that was great. I know that when the big hand is on the John and the little hand is on the Peter, the nuns get on their knees <laughs> and pray. <laughs> did I do that pretty well? Though? Yes, you did. All right. That's all right, perfect. cool. I did that pretty well. Kay approves. And that's all I ask for. So, but Sister Amnesia makes some dick jokes about John and Peter or something like that. Maybe if we hit her on the head again, she'll remember. Uh, Also, Sister Amnesia sounds like one of the chipettes from Alvin and the Chipmunks and quizzes people on the history of the the convent. I almost said the covenant. It's okay. On the history of the convent. And it's pretty great because they have some some audience work. Mm-hmm. Where she's, uh, you know, giving prizes out to people who, who guess things correctly. And I thought it was... My favorite part was uh, the gentleman who got the plastic statue of the saint. Yes. And he's, do you know who that is? I'm asking you. And he's like, nope. And they, they find a real nun in the audience and yeah. send it down to her and have her at. Do you know who that is? And the only thing I can think of is I hope it's the patron saint of public embarrassment. <laughs> To guide them through this troubling time. So a fun part about that scene when it's done in Utah, um, most of the times that I've seen it, someone get or Sister Amnesia gives someone a CTR ring, which for those of you outside of Utah, that's uh, a lot of LDS kids will wear those, and it said it means choose the right. But and I actually like made a shirt based off of this a while back when I was like fourteen or thirteen, somewhere around there. But she says, it says CTR. I think that means Catholics totally rule. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'm sure they love that. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. I like that. That's great. Uh, Let's see. Patron saint of embarrassment. Uh, And then after some shenanigans happen, it's Sister Mary Leo's turn to sing. And she sings about what it's like living at the convent right Mm -hmm. and she wants to be a ballerina she has ballerina shoes and nothing there's nothing really funny about that except that she became a nun to be a famous ballerina nun yeah so she almost saw as being a nun as a way to become famous for being a ballerina who's also a nun yes so okay yeah cool you're an iguana um (laughs) Uh, Kay made me write this down because... Because I'm horrified. Because Robert Ann came out in a headdress made of fruit and maracas and 
made a joke that went over my head, and I am required to ask, who's Carmen Miranda? Okay, so we're going to be watching her at some point now, because I didn't know that you didn't know who Carmen Miranda was. She was a, a Latin American singer. And she would, was famous for wearing the fruit on her head, and like they would spoof her in Bugs Bunny I all was, the time. I was going to and... say, I have seen the yeah. references. I have seen the spoofs. Remember, this is the theme with That me. is true. I know nothing about... That was, that about... was one, though, that I was surprised, because... Pro- it's funny, when you said Carmen Miranda, like, one single brain cell in my brain, way in the back nestled next to the the old Pokemon knowledge, like, flared to life and was like, that sounds familiar, and then immediately went back to to arguing about Pokemon versus Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so that's the extent of my knowledge with, with Carmen Miranda. Um, that aside, so I guess Kay will educate me on that. Yeah, and, there's going to be an episode and, now. <laughs> so so, wait, so is, she, is she in other... Is she in musicals? She was... Just she was a famous singer dancer. Um, she would probably be. We'll probably cover her when we're doing some of the uh, like film musicals that are the older ones that okay generally you don't see on stage. But okay, sounds good. So uh, I will be enlightened at a later point in time. Back to the review at hand. <laughs> uh, we then after after. Uh, Sister Robert Ann and her shenanigans pretending to be Carmen Miranda. Sister Robert Ann is planning on is planning to kill the Supreme Nun so that she can have the spotlight because she deserves a leading role. <laughs> she has a whole bit talking about how she's the understudy and the understudy mm-hmm. never amounts to anything or yep. gets any credit or anything because they're the understudy. And unless uh, a brick falls off a building and kills the <laughs> leading actor, the understudy doesn't get to do anything. Uh, so I support, I support her, you know, it's, it's like the, the rule of the Sith, you know, the, the, uh, apprentice will eventually kill the master and become the new master. So, you know, she's, she's following the dark side of the nonsense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. It's pretty wow. dark. You, you didn't catch that subtle undertone to the musical. I mean, but that's what I'm here for. Kay, To catch the things that you miss. So Lord. <laughs> Uh, Sister Amnesia has her eye on, uh, snatching up a Jewish man to be a nun. Um, he was the first one that she tried to, when she was doing the recounting of the history of the convent, he's the, the first one who, like, answered it, and she goes to give him the little booklet of the St. Christopher's, uh, motorist guide. Yeah, that one. And then she, are you a Catholic? No. What are you? I'm Jewish. And then, yes. oh, who would you call a lawyer? <laughs> Which I thought was great. Uh, no, no stereotypes there at all. It, well, and what's fun with those sorts of things is that it's totally unscripted, the yeah. audience interactions. So yeah. you can get some fun or awkward situations. Oh, I think that's great. I thought that um, she did a great job. Playing off playing of... playing off the audience. I thought she did excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after trying to convert a Jewish man to be a nun, it's like I was like, wow, I did not see Sister Mary Annette coming. Uh, <laughs> I know that you had mentioned previously that there was a ventriloquist bit. Uh, 
But of course, as soon as we started watching the show, everything we talked about previously had just left my brain (laughs) and I was a blank slate watching this. And then that (laughs) happened and that flickering brain cell in the back of my brain went, hey, Kate mentioned this and then went back to, you know, arguing about arbitrary things. And uh, (laughs) that whole bit was pretty great. Uh, You know, um, Sister Marionette was arguing with Sister Amnesia. She seemed to be the counterbalance, the the subconscious coming forth and and voicing her opinions, you know. Through a proxy, you know, poverty, chastity, and obedience, the three guidelines to being a nun. Well, I guess that settles it. I guess I can't be a nun. <laughs> I mean, if it po- if it stopped at poverty, I'd be set. But <laughs> those other two were a falter. <laughs> Sister Marionette does not approve of the Lun Knife. Of Lun Knife? <laughs> Sister Marionette does not approve of the Nun Life. She didn't choose the nun life. The nun life chose her. She's giving voice to amnesia subconscious. We already touched on that. Uh, And then we have the Supreme Mother is upset about being a leader. She should have stayed in the circus doing all that monkey business on the tightrope. I thought that was pretty interesting giving the backstory to her that she Mm -hmm. grew up. It sounded like she grew up in the circus. She never said she grew up in the circus, but she grew up, her parents were tightrope walkers. Yep. And they were both very fat people, she talked about. Mm -hmm. And the rope snapped, Mm -hmm. and they fell, and she thought that they would die. And she said that if they survived, she told God, if you save my family, I'll become a nun. Who would have guessed they'd have pulled through? So now (laughs) she's a nun. But careful what you wish for. But Mm -hmm. um, after she recounts her... her, I guess her her origin story, the beginnings of what it took to be a a supreme mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are treated... Oh, my notes did a thing. We are treated to a song uh, regarding being humble. Oh, oh, that's right, because it was the supreme mother and... Was it Hubert? Yes, Hubert. Okay. Or was it Hubert and someone else? Uh, Hubert and Leo do a song about being humble earlier, right after Hmm. Leo does her, uh, her ballet song. Okay. So I guess, okay, that's right. Um, you were totally correct and I didn't make a note about that. And then I had it in here, because the Supreme Mother talks about her origins, and then I have it in here. Humble yourself, Supreme Nun. Well, I guess it's hard to be humble when Supreme Superior Ultra Mega Nun is in your title. Uh, <laughs> the Supreme Nun then pulls out some pink fans for a fan dance. But I'm pretty sure you're supposed to use those when you're naked or at least not in a Catholic burqa. Jesus. And she does the whole the full fan dance thing, which made me laugh because it's like you are about as covered as you can get without being in a full burqa. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Flowers are delivered to the nuns, and they sing about it. What lilacs remind them of? Lilacs, to me, remind me of my wife, because they're her favorite flower. Aww. And they're purple, which is her favorite color. Yep. And they smell nice, like my wife. Aww. So, K is a lilac. Write it down. Uh. (laughs) And then, this was probably one of my favorite parts of the entire show, is the Supreme Nun gets high on the band Rush. I didn't know they came in a bottle. She kept putting it up to her face. So I guess through a freak accident, she hears through her nose. I mean, 
you know, I don't want to be judgmental or anything. People with birth defects, that's a touchy subject. I didn't realize that they had that kind of technology in 1993. I guess it was the precursor to, like, the iPod or something like that. But anyway, the Supreme Nun gets completely wasted and is hilarious on stage. Uh, I... I wonder, honestly, there's a part where she's against um, a mock bench, or I guess it's a counter, like a, a, diner, a diner's counter, and it has yeah. the, the stools with the rotating cushions on top, and she falls in mm-hmm. between the two of them, and she's like, I'm stuck! I'm st-. And I get the feeling that that wasn't scripted. I get the feeling that she actually got stuck, you know, and then she was like, had to get herself out. I'm trying to think back, because I think every version that I've seen has had her do that, but every version I've seen has been after this one, which was 1993. Mm. So it could have been people trying to do what Rue McClanahan did, but I I couldn't find anything to say whether or not that part's improvised. So to her credit, if it wasn't scripted, she did a very, like, because it, to me, uh, her behavior with it, it seemed like it was impromptu. Like, she yeah. fell down trying to pretend to be high and then found herself in this situation, was like, well, crap. And then was able to get herself out of it. And yeah. the whole thing felt very organic. It, it really worked to the uh, to the show's credit. Um, if it's not improvised, then that is a total testament, once again, to Rue McClanahan's acting ability. Yeah, she's great. And I will say that whole scene, the last time I watched someone get high on screen, we were watching hair. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And then I have a quote in here from you. Oh, no. Because it was great and it made me laugh. (laughs) Kay, I miss tap. My shins don't, but I do. It's like drumming with your feet. (laughs) Kay is a drummer in case (laughs) we hadn't touched on that in previous things. That made me laugh, and I had to keep it in. Uh, <laughs> and then they do their 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 tap dance. Da, 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 da. That temptation with the time step, not a one step or a two step at a time step. And if that's not enough, then go and shuffle off to Buffalo. That's See, tap terminology. Kay, so. Kay's got it. I my brain does not retain that kind of information, but that's what Kay is here for. <laughs> other than to be cute and laugh. Um, then that's where the act ends, and then we have a nice little 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 act break, you know, with some songs, the standard the standard thing. While Warren tries to fumble with his laptop to get back to where he was in his notes. Uh, part two. The conclusion opens up with a nun comedy act, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was pretty good. They were telling some jokes, and you were saying that you think those are probably the jokes that were on the uh, greeting cards and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of because they, they were very nun yeah, pun. They were jokes. very nun pun. They had some some you know very harmless jokes like you know the how do you get holy water? Boil the hell out of it <laughs> and stuff like that. And it was it was great. Uh, oh, I thought the one that I thought was great that I wouldn't have got until we watched this, and I knew that the headdress that they wear is called a habit. Mm-hmm. And it was, why don't nuns do drugs? They already have a habit. <laughs> yes. I thought that was pretty good. Um, Sister Robert Ann is in charge while Mother Supreme continues chasing the dragon backstage. <laughs> She'll catch it, don't you worry. Habit humor. Don't make a habit of it. It's lacking in humor. Um, Sister Robert Ann has a bit where she's messing with her habit on stage and twirling it up into pigtails and doing stuff like that. And that's kind of like, 
Okay. She, she does it to entertain yeah. her students that yeah. she teaches gym. Yeah, so. no, that's what she's saying. But I'm I'm kind of like, okay, let's let's wait till it gets to something else, and <laughs> then it passes, and everything is fine. Then she starts talking about St. Clair's Catholic School, mm-hmm. and that's where she went to, and it was the uh, the ultra mega supreme nun there, mm-hmm. who she was the first person that made her feel like she she was worth something and yeah. she was like made her feel good and she's like i wanted to be like that i want to be like her jacks but i i still miss that school sometimes and i keep thinking to myself you miss getting your ass beat by a nun with a school ruler for the deplorable that yeah, was school, the... school for the deplorable that thought was great because she was street smart and and probably sloughed school a lot to, mm-hmm. to go do street smart things um <laughs> The Supreme Nun gets a letter from the health board stating that they need to clear out their nun sickles. <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. I'm surprised because I'm fairly predictable. So, <laughs> uh, they get a letter, you know, from the health board. Uh, that that the part was great with um, amnesia talking about. Oh yeah, I got a call from the health board. Why did, what did they say? I don't remember. I forgot to tell you. And then uh, they find out that they are in trouble. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble with the health board, rightfully so, because keeping human corpses in your freezer is a felony, I'm sure. <laughs> at least in their state. Who knows about elsewhere. Uh, and they get that call initially from perhaps my favorite name in the entire show... Sister Mary Euthanasia, <laughs> the nurse. That that tickled me deep down inside. I love that. Uh, For the uh, cooking book scene? That's, that's right. That was the cooking book scene. Um, and that had some some great, great bits in it. I don't... Yeah, I guess I... I it was funny with this is that there were so much subtleties that I couldn't write notes for it mm-hmm. because I didn't really know what to put down. Yeah. I should have just put in here like ask K about the cooking scene. Like <laughs> I need to start doing that in my notes. Ask K. No worries. X, ask K Y, and then I'll have you fill in the gaps. And there's a great scene with the Supreme Nun singing about how much she relies on Hubert. And they make some fat jokes to one another, which I thought was funny. She's like, oh, I know you're sensitive about your weight. I'm not fat. I retain water. <laughs> so I guess that makes you Lake Superior. Ha! That must make you the Black Sea. Ha! <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, and then, okay. And then we have Sister Mary Leo enacting, I guess, the death of all 52 nuns. Because she dies, like, 52 times. A la Swan Lake. Oh, yeah. Like, Swan Lake. And the award for overacting a poisoning via dance goes to Sister Mary Leo. Like, her, her part was great. Like, she's doing the dance and then gagging and choking and, like, puts her head down. Then flails back up. Then puts her head down. Then flails back up. And I was like, she <laughs> she covered all 52 deaths in her one scene. Uh Okay, now we're down to the baking. Baking with the Blessed Virgin Mary. Recipes that make you pray to God. (laughs) Uh, What was... Gosh, there were some... The turkey one was great. That one was great. So you have a turkey, a box of stuffing, box of stuffing, one minced onion, one minced onion, half a cup of unpopped popcorn, half a cup of unpopped popcorn. Put it in the turkey. Put it in the oven for 400 degrees. 
When, when was it? When its ass blows off, it's done. When its ass blows off, you're done. <laughs> They're saying that recipe. I was like, almost makes me want to try that. Yeah. And almost because I'd be curious, like, if the popcorn starts popping, is it actually done? Probably not. Probably not. It probably starts popping way before then. Mm. But I thought that was pretty great. Um. <laughs> uh, then this, I think this is my single favorite line in the entire show mm -hmm. i liked it so much that i'm going to steal it and i'm going to use it when situations present <laughs> it to be used <laughs> the way things are falling falling to pieces around here i feel like i'm back at the leper colony <laughs> so i'm gonna start using that at work when the system breaks i'm gonna start saying that the way things are falling to pieces around here, I feel like I'm back in the leper colony. That was just... That's a great line. So... And then they try to do a, uh, a silent film type mm -hmm. thing. And it rolls for a few seconds, uh, gives the intro credits for who, who which character is playing which. And then the very first scene that they play shows the Supreme Mother in a scandalous picture. And she immediately cuts it Cuts it, ah, stop, 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 stop. Rushes everybody off stage to reprimand them for having this scantily clad, you know, photoshopped image of her, more mm -hmm. or less, is what it looked like. And it, they leave uh, Sister Amnesia by herself to entertain the audience with her best Stevie Nicks impersonation. It's not bad. <laughs> um, this woman, I can't remember her real name, uh, Sister Amnesia... She sings like Stevie Nicks. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Fantastic voice. A lot of great talent. But she had some bits. Her vibrato game is on point. So. Or she sang like that. Um, so, you know, she sings way better than I ever possibly could. But <laughs> it did remind me of the joke of Stevie Nicks sounds like a goat when she sings. <laughs> so... <laughs> but then during the course of her, her uh, bleating, Amnesia remembers her name. Sister Mary Paul, why do all the nuns have male names? So I was looking it up, and it seems like it's like going off of a religious figure, off of a saint, and also uh, names, there were a lot of names that used to be unisex, and so... Paul? Paul was a unisex well, it name? Well, it would be based on, like, the pronunciation, um... Robert? Like, Robert's a, a unisex well, it, name? You know, you're you're still also <laughs> going with, like saint names and stuff like that that you're yeah, i know a lot of like I, I, it seems like their their name is a combination of a bunch of different religious figures because mm -hmm. they all seem to have mary for the mm -hmm. most part mary or Anne. yeah in their names so yeah. it was like female male female or some combination of that like i don't pretend to understand any of it i'll tell you what if any of our listeners are catholic and you know the answer to this please let us know Please let us know. I'd, yeah, I'd love, I, I'd love I to hear from remember, you. I don't remember, and I don't want to call my mom in the middle of our <laughs> podcast recording and go, do you remember this? That'd Why? We'll put her on speakerphone. Put it right up the speaker. I'm sure people would love to hear that. Mama! <laughs> um, and then we discover that the Lord does indeed work in mysterious ways. He had to kill 52 nuns to help one regain her memory. Therefore, she would get her publisher's clearinghouse money. Nice job, God, you murderer. Like, <laughs> they have that whole bit, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Really? The Lord had to call 52 innocent women home 
so that you could put on your high school performance so that she could get her memory jogged so that you could get your $2 million? Like, 52 <laughs> lives is less valuable than $2 million? Like, uh, so... And I'm not sure, because it's been a while since I've seen the sequel, if they retread this, but I don't know that they had Sister Mary Paul in their convent when the 52 died. So Mary Paul would have been sent to their convent if the Lord works in mysterious ways to help them out of their predicament. Because the sequel, I will say this much, is a direct sequel to this. It happens moments after, and it goes into Sister Mary Paul's backstory. Okay, so maybe that's because it sounded, I mean, they did talk about they went to France, and then when they came back from France, she was with them. Okay, so, so at, least, yeah. at least if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, so that's I, true. So maybe she wasn't, but I, it sounded almost like she was part of the convent. They went there, she hit her head, forgot, and then they came back, and... She lost her memory in that span of time. I could be wrong. Yeah. Like I said, it was hard for me to follow some of the stuff in here. Because I will say that they do mention that they did not know where she came from. Okay. In the I, sequel. I, I do remember in the beginning, too, they said hopefully when she regains her memory, they'll find out that she's one of the Franciscan nuns and they can send her back. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So she, she didn't start out with them. But, but... now that she's got her money, they're going to want to keep her, of course. How fickle these Fairweather nun friends. <laughs> but... Oh, you're going to love the sequel. <laughs> in ten weeks. <laughs> in ten weeks, you get to see the sequel. <laughs> uh, and then the final song is them singing uh i'm holier than thou i've got the spirit now and the only thing i can think of is remember be humble but then you were basically saying that they're the whole song really meant that they were to emulate one of the saints trying yes. to be saintly yeah and so they they talk about the different saints like you know if you want to be you could emulate saint lucy which you know she was a virgin which is easy but also she's a martyr so that one's going to be a little bit harder to do hey you know <laughs> if I'm, you're into torture saint agnes is renowned i don't i don't th i don't think being a virgin's really all that easy like oh, I'm, I'm just yeah no it's it's not but you know um then they have like uh if, if you want to be mary magdalene you can be a hooker with a dream <laughs> that was pretty great <laughs> so yeah that was nonsense. Is Mary Magdalene a saint? Yes. I believe so. Okay. Yes. Um, I think a lot of the apostles achieved sainthood. However, St. Christopher not... lost his sainthood, yeah. which they make mention of that nonsense that he's no longer a saint. <laughs> Why? I can't remember. Okay. It's... So, I mean, we reached the end of my notes, mm -hmm. and... I don't know what else to say about the show other than I liked it. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if I had a background in Catholicism, I probably would have understood a little bit more because mm -hmm. there was, like I mentioned before, a lot of subtlety and a lot of nuance that if you don't know a lot about the source material, mm -hmm. you would miss, which I did. Uh, it also didn't help that we didn't have subtitles. Yeah. Um, which subtitles are good for me being the uh the wax filled ears that i have mm -hmm. but uh the show was fun it was entertaining um and hopefully all of the others are at least as good as the first one the second one i 
I have a hard time choosing between the first and the second as to which is my favorite of the two. So would you just say that they're tied? They're pretty tied because the second one gives you a little bit more backstory into characters and also has a pretty interesting conflict in it, but I don't want to give it away. Uh, no, yeah, please don't. But please don't. yeah, it. I really ooh, like the ooh, second ooh. one. So let me let me guess the conflict, mm-hmm. and you will. But you have to say yes or no if I'm right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So the conflict of the second one is going to be between Hubert and Regina fighting over who gets to hold the supreme nun scepter of power. And Hubert is is praying to to God to give her magic powers to overthrow the evil tyrant Regina. And Regina, it turns out, is actually in league with Lucifer. And so she loses her divine powers and therefore can no longer hold the scepter of supreme nun power. And Hubert, uh, 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 when they're like locked in their final battle uh, and Regina goes to hit her with the staff, Hubert just throws up her hands and, and the staff shatters into a thousand pieces and then reforms in her hand and then she slays the evil supreme superior giga nun and drives her down to hell where she is forced to suffer forever because she abandoned her ways i'm right aren't i your your face says that i'm right i'm i'm right Oh, that was nonsense. <laughs> um, and that apparently was also nonsense, too. <laughs> I knew it! I guess. Um, <laughs> so, we've, we've mentioned it a couple of times in this episode, but next week is another Weber week, because it'll be episode 20. Woo! Woo! Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, next week is going to be another head-to-head. Well, it's it's our first head to head, but it's it's a it's we're gonna be retreading one show in order to compare and contrast because there is no way in hell I'm going to be seeing the Weber show again after this. This is this is our head to head. This is our head to head. I'm excited for this. Yeah, so we're gonna and I'm I'm gonna make it more fair because if I do a stage version, it's not gonna be fair. We're pitting the 1973 version of Godspell against the 1973 version of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Yes. Two Jesuses enter, one Jesus leaves, and Kay goes straight to hell for that comment. Next Wednesday, 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 is the Battle of the Christ right here on Tone Death. Tune in to find out which Christ will reign supreme. Next Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh my god. Only here on Tone Deaf. <laughs> Whew. Okay, so if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you made it through all that, you are a cut above the rest. You are a diamond in the rough. You are you are you are just wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for for sticking through all of the insanity for the little nuggets of 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 superior joy. I I so, guess. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um you can follow us on Twitter, 
Facebook. Um, those are the two ones right now. Uh, you can also Tone email musical. us. Yeah, you can also email us at tonedefmusical at gmail.com. Same with our Twitter and Facebook, Tone Deaf Musical. Um, and if you can, uh, I think Apple Podcasts and iTunes, they have their review, uh, the ability to post reviews on there. And the way that they have things set up um, in order to get on the charts, you need five stars. Um, so we don't honestly like it's it's not an ego thing we don't care like we do this because it's fun for us and this is kind of like our kid well our second kid because <laughs> our first kid is a dog this is so. just it's just it's just fun for us and we <laughs> enjoy sharing it with you and it's been really great to see that we have uh we do have some bit somewhat of a following people coming back week after week listening to new mm-hmm. episodes and stuff it's really great to see i'm glad that that yeah. there are people out there enjoying this. And if you do enjoy this, please just take a couple minutes and, and give us a review. It doesn't even have to be anything. You could just say review and or just, you know, give us some five stars, help us uh, get a little bit higher so that we can reach more people and yeah. hopefully spread the joy. So, again, thank you all so much, so much for, for listening and coming back week after week. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and for our patrons, which you can find our Patreon also at Tone Deaf Musical. Um, we've got our uh, first bonus episode, which is the Paint Your Wagon episode, which is a musical I had never seen, but Warren has seen. I did. I'd and... seen it once before, and then once with Kay. So I'd seen it twice. Yeah, and so it's, it's me reacting to something that Warren has seen that I haven't seen. And we recorded it at about midnight, and <laughs> it is a midnight-filled recording. <laughs> it's a tone-deaf after dark. <laughs> so, um, and I'm, I'm thinking that we'll definitely have some other fun, like, history things. I do want to do something about the Tony Awards as a bonus episode, because those are, uh, in June, um... And uh, they might even have aired by the time that we post this. We try to record these in advance. So <laughs> uh, if they haven't aired, then it'll be like a, it'll be a getting Warren hyped for something that, you know, is like the music theater version of the Super Bowl, or which Warren doesn't care about. Um, or the Oscars, which Warren doesn't care about. You can keep oh. <laughs> going. We, we, we can keep doing this until you nail a uh, uh, some type of review show that I actually do care about. Because I'd be curious how long you could go. The grant, no. The, t- the Emmy, no. The... I'll give you spoilers. I, I don't care about Yeah, he doesn't care about any of them. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, keep an eye on those. We'll try and keep you updated when new bonus episodes post. Uh, like I said, next week is our Jesus Christ Superstar versus Godspell. Head-to-head double feature. Yes, head. To, it's a Jesus double feature. It's a Jesus double feature. It's a Jesus double feature. Uh, yeah, uh, I, could, I could probably flesh get, that out, but get, I won't right get, now. <laughs> get your popcorn and your soda and, and strap in for a exciting head-to-head battle to the death and resurrection (laughs) all right before we dig ourselves any deeper (laughs) 
thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm Kay. I'm Warren. And this has been Tell Him Death.